You are listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy Podcast, my favorite podcast to listen to on long flights across the galaxy. This is the way. We wanted men. it's been a week it was only four days yeah i came back with the con crud i'm a little achy stuff nose just exhausted yeah celebration will do that to you man yeah when you're doing what 18 hour days of go 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 i mean saturday alone i logged twenty thousand steps yeah so oh, now i can hear you better wrong speakers i was sitting there going now I can hear you better. Yeah, dude, it, yeah. celebration celebrations a marathon, man. It is it is go 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 go, and uh, you know out till two a.m. some nights. But we we were normally bed by midnight, and uh, up at six, just because that's what your body says. Time to get up. But yeah, we're not, we're not here to talk about celebration this week. We'll talk about that. We got a little bit that we recorded at Celebration. We'll release that next week, and then we'll once we have time to decompress, we'll have one more episode on it, and then we'll move on. But we wanted to put something together real quick, just throw some th- thoughts down on the first two episodes of Obi-Wan, uh, and then we'll, yeah, go from there. Uh, what, what, how, are, how are you enjoying Obi-Wan so far, Jason? I'm loving it. I, I think it's the best of the prequels and the sequel, uh, the original trilogy and the sequels original trilogy um i love seeing you mcgregor back as obi-wan kenobi i love uh so we're going to do full spoilers in this discussion yes i just want to prep everyone before i continue <laughs> to speak because i was about to say something that uh is a spoiler and uh that's your warning so i'm about to i'm about to go there peoples let's do it um, um i think they cast the perfect uh, princess leia oh my gosh it took me an episode and a half to get into the princess Leia. Uh, Cause I was sitting there watching her and I'm like, God, this girl's a little brat. And then when he, when Obi-Wan looks at her and goes, uh, you know, you remind me of someone, then it's like, don't start crying. Don't start crying. And then you realize they cast the perfect girl. Yeah. They, I mean, princess Leia would have been a troublemaker as a little one. I mean, she continues making trouble. Uh, she makes good trouble. Yeah. And so I think, you know, she's precocious. She's outspoken. She speaks her mind. Uh, she doesn't really care about um, beating around the bush. She'll just, if, if, if you treat her like crap, she will treat you worse. Yeah. She's, she's a whippersnapper. Uh, yes. Yeah. Then, and I love her, the interaction. Cause I just rewatched the first episode and the interaction she had with her cousin, you know, just, <laughs> quick-witted she was smart she yeah everything was yeah they they cast the perfect one and um like with the droid uh they they did uh it i think it might have been a young adults novel uh princess leia uh novel and 
the droid was EY or YO or whatever. They named the droid from the book. So at least they're, they're kind of sticking together with stuff. Uh, and she, you know, she, you know, the stuff she's doing in that young, you know, at 10 years old, she, in the book, they kind of call back to it a little bit. Cause she, you know, they'd have to do mountain ranger stuff and outside stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool seeing Alderaan too. Speaking of droids, that was C-3PO, right? Well, there were two droids. C-3PO was there and then they had yeah, another droid. Huh? Yeah, he was there. Right. But then there was another droid when they're over. Right. That when they're eating, there's uh she brings her droid, she brings her food and she says, Thanks, YO. And that's her personal, that's Leia's personal droid. So is that the droid we see at the beginning of a new hope as well? Maybe. Because there was two of them on board the uh, uh, blockade runner. Well, dude, I, yeah, it probably it could have been Y.O. So, yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, you catch all kinds of stuff that I miss, man, and that that's cool. <laughs> well, did I didn't you even pick think up, of, huh? Did you pick up on the T sixteen Skyhopper? Oh yeah, man, we were watching that together at like midnight. Yeah, I totally yes. picked up on that. Uh, I'm kind of curious if Luke's going to get that back or how Luke gets that back. Yeah, he has to. I mean, he's playing with it in a new hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless he just buys his own. But, you know, it even even now you get to see how um, Uncle Owen is trying to hold him back from from going in and, uh, you know, making the same mistake his father made and turning into evil. Or actually, they believe he's dead at that point. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're doing all kinds. What did you think of uh, Riva and of this of the Inquisitors? Yeah, Riva's an interesting character because she's uh, ambitious and aggressive, and uh, um, I didn't like the fact that she has a name compared to the other ones. It's the Grand Inquisitor, the fifth brother. The she is the third sister, but the fifth brother's not, you know, like Samuel or anything like that. Um, I kind of felt like they should erase their identity and just become part of the tribe, like a cult, and and she should just be third sister, not Riva. Are they? Did they call her by Riva in in the? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they call her Riva. Um, I'm interested just to see what what she's owed because she said that to the fifth brother. Um, I just want what I'm owed, and it's like, well, what are you owed? What does yeah. that mean? interesting um yeah she's on a rampage i mean she she did she kill the grand inquisitor i'm not sure what's going on there because the grand inquisitor dies in rebels right i don't think she killed him which kind of messes with you a little bit you know and everybody's like oh no they retconned rebels it's like no they didn't he'll be back there's no way that uh you know they're gonna get that guy to play him a known actor to play him and kill him two episodes in uh Maybe maybe we won't see him for a little bit, but maybe he'll get better. I don't I don't know. Uh, there's got to be a way they that they fix him because it's the same character from Rebels, and with the news from uh, shit from the Ahsoka news, there's no way they're just going to kill off the Grand Inquisitor right now and just be like, ah, Rebels don't matter. Yeah, I mean, Filoni's involved with all of this stuff, so he's not really involved with the the Obi Wan Kenobi show, but I'm sure there's something going on where he's. You know, you can't kill that character. They're, they know what they're doing. He's not dead yet. No, not dead yet. 
No. <laughs> um, I thought he was a really well uh, developed character. Like he's one step ahead of everyone. He's he's calm and patient. He's calculating. Um, yeah. And Riva is the one that's getting in the way and becoming a problem. You definitely you felt it because I rewatched um, w- when they're in the in the saloon and the, you know the Grand Inquisitor's got everything under control and he's right has everything right where he wants him and then she grabs that knife and throws it at the the saloon ar- owner and then the Jedi stops it. Uh, you know you could just see everybody's you know the Grand Inquisitor and the Fifth Brother or they were basically you little bitch why'd you do that we had it ready to go and you've got to jump in and and do your thing you know mess everything mm-hmm. up yeah so yeah i think i and there's something going on with her and uh i think you had a pretty good theory on why why she disappears uh well share that theory as far why as she disa- why well, she her disappears? And Darth, you, what darth vader's rage what's darth vader gonna do what, what's your theory what's gonna happen to her yeah, I was just kind of speculating how this might end, and it's going to be a big duel between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, and I'm wondering if Riva's trying to, what what she's trying to do is is win favor of the Emperor and try to do, because this is what happened in Shadow of the Empire, um, that book from way back, Shizor was trying to win favor of um, the Emperor and make Darth Vader look like a fool, so if she could do the one thing that Anakin couldn't do, Darth Vader kill Obi-Wan Kenobi um, maybe she thinks she'll become the apprentice and maybe that's what she thinks is owed to her is, is to become part of the Sith and um, in the end I'm wondering if um, Darth Vader takes out his rage on Riva for trying to hurt an old friend but also trying to um, usurp him and uh, he takes care of, of Riva and says get the hell out of here Obi-Wan because they're still good in him and um when that happens, uh, that, that fits into a new hope timeline when he says you should not have come back. You should not have come back because I let you go. Wow. Sense. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me speculating. Yeah. Uh, my bra- brain working in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, your brain does some good work in the middle of the night, man. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm always I'm always happy when I speculate. But I'm even more surprised when uh, things don't go that way because. I always like the unexpected. Yeah. Oh, what did uh, you think? What did you think of needles? <laughs> that was, I knew he was, well, they had already speculated or already kind of teased that he was in it. Uh, I was surprised that he was that prominent that quick and had, uh, you know, I think flea is a good actor. Uh, Cause he always plays, he plays to what he knows and he was, you know, he was good in back to the future. And I think he's good in this, uh, you know, just playing a bad guy, you know, playing that, that jerk role. And uh, he, he played it pretty good. Yeah. What about Kamel Ninjari as was, the fake the fake Jedi? Oh, that was awesome. He was so funny because, uh, you know, you're watching it and he gets on the comm and he's like, this is a Jedi mind trick. And you're like, wait a minute, Jedis don't say that. Uh, you know, he had a whole system set up and, uh, you know, it was good to see him kind of redeem himself to help uh, – help obi-wan at least get a get a jump on the uh get, get a jump on reva uh, i don't know i i hope he kind of comes back later there's a call back to him that he he didn't die right they just kind of did the looked into his mind probe did a mind probe and left him alone right 
Yeah, Reva threw him against the wall, and then she took off to go find Kenobi. So he's still out there living. If they can bring him back if they want to. Yeah, I think he was. I like. I kind of like when they do that, where it's not over the. It's like right, like they did with the chick from uh, Mandalorian. Uh, you know, it's it's they're pushing the limits of it being over the top, but it's like right there, and they're throttling it back just enough uh, to give you that comedy relief, but it's not Jar Jar. Right. <clears throat> right. I also thought um, it was, I think this is an Easter egg. And I'm surprised no one's pointed this out yet. At least maybe I've just been at the convention because I didn't even know Harrison Ford was there at the convention until later that afternoon. I think you were the one that told me. Um, But there's that scene where uh, Obi-Wan is walking into that spice facility and they're making all the spices. He's got goggles and a face mask. And those goggles and face masks looks just like the... uh, um, original Macquarie art when Darth Vader is facing off with Luke Skywalker. It's a very famous shot um, with with Luke Skywalker wearing a face mask and a respirator. Um, and uh, that looks a lot like what Obi-Wan's wearing. Dude, I would not put it past them to do stuff like that because uh, I mean, even if Dave Filoni's not writing it, he's there in the room. I'm sure he's got his bit of input and he probably went, hey, if we're going to do goggles and a mask, let's pull it from from this and give the fans a little Easter egg. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think there was a lot of Easter eggs and we just haven't found them all yet. That's, I think one of the things with, uh, you know, they may have learned from, from um, rise of Skywalker. They're like, we want to give you guys Easter eggs, but we're going to make you work for them too. I didn't realize that one of the bounty hunters is like a velociraptor. That was kind of funny. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that was Forlorn because he dies pretty easily. Yeah, they were saying that that was not Forlorn. I heard somebody say that wasn't Forlorn, or somebody said yeah, Forlorn is not. That isn't Forlorn. Yeah. I was kind of hoping uh, that we would see Boba Fett because they were saying bounty hunters uh, in the trailers. You kept hearing them say bounty hunters, but it was just bounty hunters that were on that planet that they were on. Uh, right. So, you know, he wouldn't have been, if he wasn't on planet, you would have never seen him. Right. Um, I did, I was noticing today when I was rewatching it and thinking, go back to all the trailers, everything we've seen were in the first two shows. Uh, everything but that one shot, I think, with Obi-Wan, it was like the last teaser trailer where he starts, this, that, that, there was that shot where his face was showing so much different emotions all, all at once. Yeah, that one hasn't appeared yet, but and we haven't had the shot of Darth Vader assembling himself. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the majority of the stuff, but everything else. Yeah. Yeah. They've so that that's kind of cool. There's a lot. There's four more episodes we hadn't seen anything from. Right. So, I mean, I'm 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 enjoying it. Uh, Yeah, I definitely I I, I really dig dig the Easter eggs. I dig the the storyline. the, the girl playing Leia, I'm kind of curious how much they're going to play into, you know, how much more episodes, how many more episodes do we have with him and Leia running around uh, the, the underbelly of Star Wars? This may also be a way we get to see the underbelly of Star Wars, too. Without, don't going, th- huh? Yeah, I don't think, to answer your question, I don't know if he's going to be running around with Leia, but I don't think he can go back to Tatooine until he takes care of Reva. Yeah. Because then he'd be exposing Luke by going back. That's true. 
Um, I also like that, you know, it's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Um, I get the, I get the feeling that uh, Qui-Gon Jinn has talked to Obi-Wan, but Obi-Wan has removed himself from the force and has closed himself off that the channel that he once had with Qui-Gon is, is gone. Um, I, I would suspect that it's been maybe like eight years, maybe longer since he's last used the force. You, they did a really good job of kind of giving that feel because, you know, Obi-Wan gets his butt kicked by the, the mercenaries. And then, you know, Leia is like, you know, Jedi's don't bleed or, which is a kind of a callback. And also there was a call, another callback. You had, you'd caught this when he opens up the cell door and it's like, yeah. I'm Obi-Wan, I'm here to rescue you. Uh, yep. Yep. So there's a lot of, go ahead. No. Yeah. There's going. a lot of, there's a lot of callbacks. Uh, and then I think there, to me, there's also a plot hole, but then I was talking to Clifton and he's like, which one, uh, you know, as far as with Leia and Obi-Wan and Ben's relationship or knowing him, uh, because when in a new hope, when she's like, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope to me, a 10 year old, if you went on this adventure with this guy and you heard him call Obi-Wan, you'd remember that, unless they only called him Ben. I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd have to rewatch the second episode, and I hadn't gotten that far yet. Yeah, does he introduce himself as Ben Kenobi or just Ben? Yeah. If it's just Ben and she never hears the name Obi-Wan, I could, I could see why she wouldn't put two and two together. Yeah. I'm not really worried about that, though. I don't know why. I'm not either. I just thought it was an interesting plot hole that, that yep. they could be leaving open. Oh, what, what? It was also interesting as uh, for a character, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan as a character, I should say, uh, how he was this confident, um, maybe sometimes arrogant, like he would just jump down from rafter, rafters surrounded by battle droids and in front of General Grievous and just go, hello there. Like, Hey, how's it going? Just drop it in. Um, that Obi-Wan is not here at all. He's not present. It's interesting to see him fight with his hands, with the blaster. Uh, again, that's not the Obi-Wan we're used to. So I really like how uh, he is at his worst. I, he's got a hole he's got to climb out of. Um, he struggled to use the Force to save Leia. Um, I'm, I'm really digging that whole aspect of the show. Yeah, he's definitely, you could tell he's a broken man, especially with his, uh, you know, the, in the dreams, the flashback sequences of uh, you know, Qui-Gon passing, you know, dying in his arms and and had the final battle between uh, him and Anakin and Padme. So, I mean, you could tell he's still haunted by all these things. And so, yeah, it, it just turns into him being a broken man. And especially if he's lost contact with the Force, Uh it's just, it's a definitely, it's a different uh, feel for Obi-Wan. And I'm, I'm really curious uh, what brings him back into the new hope Obi-Wan that we see. He's uh, suffering from, from PTSD. Yeah. He's having flashbacks and, and nightmares, like you're saying. Um, and he's not really finding value in himself. He's living in a cave. Uh, in a new hope, we see that he's got his own hut. He's kind of moved up in the world. But for now, he's, he's, living in like i said a cave he's at his worst he's not really um i don't know he's not he's not as at his best yeah you could I, um i think the cave represents how he sees himself yeah and, and you could see how like uh even the jawa the jawa and um 
Bale, Argana are both like you, talking down to him. Even Bale was like, man, what happened to you? And the Jawa keeps telling him, you know, like, dude, you stink. You need to, you know, you want some soap? So, you, yeah, you could just tell he's he's just broken. A broken man after 10 years. Also, uh, as I'm just thinking, like, how does Reva know Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader? Because that's a secret that uh, very few people know about. Yeah, that thing, that really that has, pissed. Got, has to be, that has to be something that the Emperor told her. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That there's something there, and that that whole sequence pissed me off, man. It just really it irked me because we had seen all this uh buildup, or we thought it was gonna be all this buildup, and it was gonna be another Ahsoka type battle where Ahsoka just it just hits her mid, you know, hits her mid-battle that that's uh Anakin, and then you know, it just is the same. It, it, Basically, she's a narcissist, dude, because that's what narcissists do, you know? I mean, boom, I got a secret, and I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going to let you discover it because I'm going to piss you off and get you to come come out, you know? And I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm going to tell you something that's going to piss you off, and I think that's why, why she did it. Yeah, she's on a rampage. She's an interesting character. It was um, Thinking of Riva and, and Celebration, it was interesting to see her costume because it seemed cheaper than... Uh, I would have expected for a movie. It just yeah. seemed like something like it seemed like cosplay. It didn't seem like uh, millions of dollars went into the costume, which was kind of interesting. But I, that's just a tangent. Never mind. <laughs> I thought the co- dude. Every time I see costumes in person, I'm just not impressed with them because uh, you, you know they're not made to. They're made to look good on TV. They're not made to look good in person, and you could tell where they skimped out on some stuff when you see the stuff in person. What did you think of a live action fifth brother? Um, uh, yeah, he was all right. I think you need, I was talking to a fifth brother cosplayer about it and he said he wants to see more sinisterness. He wants to see him sinister. He wants to see some meanness out of him instead of somebody just, you know, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an inquisitor. You know, he wants to get him. He wants to watch him get mean and then he'll have a, we can have a better, uh, understanding of it i think they're focusing too much on reva which even on the toys they're focusing on reva which i don't understand uh i think if because that new hasbro lightsaber that they've released for hasbro pulse they did her lightsaber if you want to make a lot professional you know a lightsaber that's going to work they should have done the inquisitor's lightsaber because if it was the inquisitor's lightsaber i probably would have thought about it Mm-hmm. With it being Reaver's lifesaver lightsaber, I'm like, ah, no, it's not even worth it. It's no, I don't want it. Mm. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's still early in the show. We still have four episodes, and if you listen to you and McGregor at Celebration, he was talking about seven through ten. So who knows? He wants to do another season. So I, I depending on where they leave this season, I'm curious because. I truthfully, I would like to see this go all the way to the start of a new hope. I would like to see, you know, him some kind of way. I was going to say, get the message, but you don't want to get the, no, that then you're in a new hope, but you know, right. To, to something like that, or maybe, Oh, now I know it to where you see him and Luke, like the start of that interaction where he's like, well, following Luke or what, keeping an eye on Luke when the Tuscan Raiders attack. And that's where we end the epic, the season. The, the 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 series 
I think that's yeah, like, awesome. Like a uh, montage over time. This is what happens. He gets older. I thought he would have more gray hair because in episode three, he's got a little gray hair on the temple. Uh-huh. He doesn't seem to have it as much here in the show. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'd have to go back and see episode three. I don't. It, you think that they would they would adjust that, but maybe he found some uh, some hair dye. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It. I thought it was funny going back to like the interaction with him and the Jawa, where he the, the his evaporator knock dies down, and the, the Jawa, he's like, "Well, I lost a, a circuit board," and the Jawa's like, "Oh, I've got something for you," and he's like, "If you're gonna steal my parts and then sell at them least, back to me, at least clean them." Yeah. So you kind of get the feel for how Jawas work, uh, which is kind of cool where they seem to be focusing on Jawas the last few uh, shows, you know, with uh, Obi-Wan and, and uh, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett uh, type things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really digging the show and uh, it was great to be on Alderaan. And it's kind of sad to think it's not going to be there in the next eight years. Yeah. It's going to be gone. Yep, it'll be bye-bye. Um, what did you think of the Grand Inquisitor? I liked him a lot. I liked uh, the, the uh, calculation, the calmness. He's got a job to do, and he kind of reminded me of uh, of uh, what's the character's name and what's the actor's name from Inglorious Bastards, the one that was hunting. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like, the- he's just calm. He's one step ahead. He knows that the person is in that room. He... Like he gets off the ship and he just walks into the bar because he's like, he's here and I'm going to find him. It's Reva that really, her her action of throwing a knife pulled him out and, and spawned him to action. And they probably could have had him right then and there if Reva, Reva wasn't as aggressive and uh, uh, loose cannon as she was. Yeah, that you just, yeah, dude, that guy from Inglorious Bastards. There you go. That's exactly it. I think maybe because what what I heard was when they were talking to what's the guy's name? Friend. Uh, Rupert Friend. Rupert Friend, the guy who plays the Grand Inquisitor. He didn't watch any Rebels and he did his own spin on the Grand Inquisitor. So maybe that's what they did. It's possible. Because I was not happy with the look of the Grand Inquisitor, but I'm like, let me let me see the acting job he does. And he nailed it. And you forget about the look when he starts talking. This is the name Hans, Hans something, Hans Visla. It's pre Visla. Because yeah. his job, his job is to hunt uh, Jewish people in that movie, and, and the Inquisitor's job is to hunt Jedi. Um, so there are some similar similarities there. So I really like the Inquisitor. Um, it'd be interesting to see if he becomes a, a modified, becomes a mod. Um, and I don't want them leaning on that too much. Even though you know it's part of Star Wars lore, Luke Skywalker has a fake hand, and um, I don't know. It's just there needs to be consequences, and if people can just cut the hand off and then throw on a new hand, you got to use that sparingly. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that because people never die in Star Wars; they always come back, they always are fixed and and come back. Yeah. So, like you said, there's no consequences because look at like Cobb Vanth. You know, he we think he dies and then he's in the back back to tank at the uh in the book of Boba Fett. Not yeah, Cobb Van. So yeah. Star Wars people need to die. Yep. 
There needs to be consequences. Uh, you don't want this to turn into a soap opera. No. Oh, what else? Everything. I'm trying. Where did they leave in the second episode? Are they running still? Um. Yeah, they're still running. Obi Wan was on the ship. The ship took off, and Reva was on the platform screaming at him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anakin was still alive. Anakin, this, and and he's tearing up because it's breaking his heart to learn that his friend is suffering. And we cut to the back to tank where Darth Vader opens his eyes and he realizes I, I interpreted it as there was a connection in the force. He realizes that Ben Kenobi is still out there and he's been found. Um, and he, he, he felt a disturbance in the force, I would say. Right. Uh, yeah, you're right. It did feel like all of a sudden Obi-Wan opened himself up to the force or released it. And yeah, Anakin felt, you know, Anakin, Darth Vader felt him. So let's see what happens with that because now they're going, Obi-Wan has to trust. Yeah. That the, the, the fake Jedi, Obi-Wan's trusting him. So for, with his life, because the fake Jedi was like, go to this platform and enter this code and it'll take you there. And then these people will be there to help you. And uh, Ben was like, what do you mean? And, and the guy was like, you know, I, he's Ben was like, I don't trust you. And he's like, what choice do you have? So the, the fake Jedi's got to come back. Yeah. We'll see. Um, yeah. I'd be fine if he doesn't come back, but at the same time, well, if he comes back, that'd be fine too. Yeah, exactly. It's a character that I think he, yeah, like you said, he's played his role, played his part, but yeah, it'd be really cool to see him again. But I, it could be just like the, the uh, Amy Sedaris said, Sedakis, Sedarkis, Sedaris, Sedaris, her character, Pelimato. Yeah, it could be like her character in uh, Mandalorian, where when you need that comic relief, they show up. She was way shorter than I realized. Yeah, seeing that costume, I'm like, oh my goodness, she's as small as my daughter. Yeah, that Mandalorian. Yeah, that Mandalorian experience was awesome, man. Uh, yeah, that was that was well worth the. Yeah, I didn't have to wait that long. You didn't have to wait any time, but. No. no, it was. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm editing my videos now for YouTube. I'll have day one done soon, and then eventually I'll get to day four. Well, I guess this is day zero. I'll get to day four, which has the Mandalorian experience and the Rancho Obi Wan. Oh, so you were able to get in the one Rancho? Yeah, that was awesome too. They had cool. uh, the they had the Micro Machine hard copy for Boba Fett, the Boba oh, Fett wow. playset in there. I was like, oh, that's, I'm jealous about that. <laughs> wow was that in uh gus's collection part of gus's collection uh no it was vic in uh what was her name laura Lori. i'm sorry i didn't take note of, i have it on video i, I was enchanted well, by it yeah i just thought that there was only uh three collections in there i didn't realize they had more there was four collections in there wow because yeah. i knew it had been uh it was steve's gus's and uh duncan's yeah, but I didn't realize they had a fourth one in there. Wow. Yes. Uh, what did I say a few seconds ago? What's his name? Vic. Yeah. Vic and Laura or something like that. I, I, I mean, no disrespect. I'm just not myself right now. <laughs> you had brain fog. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude. It was. It was. It's been a great weekend. You kind of kept me in 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 check though, because I'd have been one of those guys out till two, three in the morning, and <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like. 
Yeah, I, and yeah, I've got to get my thoughts together about celebration right now. It, it it's a little bit of a I don't want to say downer is not the right term, you know, but it just I don't know. I don't it doesn't it didn't feel the same as 17. Not that I didn't enjoy myself. 17 I think was just over the top for me. Really? Uh, it was, yeah. Even though I had a good time. Saturday, Saturday and Sunday were great. Thursday, Friday were, you know, a little bit of a downer, but I think it made up for it on Saturday. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know if it was just maybe room sales. Cause when, you know, in 17, everything was new. Oh, and it was my first time seeing it. And I was talking to my son this morning and he goes, well, you hype this shit up for six months. Yeah, that's true too. And, and yes, I'm, I don't get me wrong. I can't wait for it to come, you know, when it's back stateside, uh, because with it being in London, there's no way in heck I'm going. Cause I was looking at flights and it's $1,200 for flights uh right now just for the flight so there's there's no way and i have no clue what london uh hotels cost so maybe you know give it two years let let it cool down and and then we can start planning for you know hopefully it'll be in orlando in a year or two two or three years and uh you know i can celebration's always fun don't get me wrong i think what i do is i kick myself because i keep her mind. I keep like, dude, you got to get off the sales floor. You got to go sit down in the middle of the things and just enjoy it. And I'm like, no, I got to be on the floor. I got to be doing this or, and you just never, you never stop to just take it all in. And mm -hmm. I kick myself every time for not mm -hmm. just stopping and taking it all in. Yeah. I guess you just, you had to work into your groove, which you found later into the second half of your, your trip. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, Saturday is when I found it, and I'm like, I'm just gonna go around and then just people watch and and uh, you know, it took me two days to get that in, get that out of my system. And I think it was part of the fact that, you know, you're like, I'd really like to get away from celebration, but I just because we were, it was in California, but it's like everything I wanted to do was an hour car ride, and which meant a fifty sixty dollar Uber t tab one way, and I didn't want to get out and do something. And then have to rush back to the con and it take two hours to get back. So I'm just, right. you know, you're working it in your head, but you know, as, as far as California goes, I I'd love to get back out there and, and visit because what I want to do is, you know, I want to go see all the back to the future things. Cause there's a ton of that stuff still out there, you know, and go see the beach or go see the Hollywood sign. I want to do the tourist trap stuff, but there, you know, there was just no time for that. No, <laughs> no, no time for any of that. Yeah. So I think I learned a lesson that, um, you know, either take a week and take two days and take a couple of days beforehand and sightsee or just one day at the con, just take Friday and just be like, all right, I'm going to take Friday off from the con and, and go sightsee or something. Yeah. Rent a car would be cheaper than Ubering everywhere. Yeah. And you just not. You know how it is. You're just not thinking that, that way. But I think this this it, every con you got to develop a, a you know you got to develop a strategy and you've got a strategy and you just you keep it keeps evolving. And uh, you know I think I learned that you know next year it next the next celebration it's it's okay to skip a day. You know you're gonna miss something or you know or go do some sightseeing and come back later in the day or whatever. You know make make a plan to where you're not in celebration for five days even though it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think the lesson that I learned is that I want to stay closer to the con itself because we were pretty far and it would, be, would have been advantageous for me to just 
get away for a couple hours, recuperate, and then go back because 18 hour days are long days. And if I had like a, the, like a one to three where I just went to the hotel and, and just put my feet up, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we can come up with a, with a combination of something next, next go around, uh, you know, at least stay closer to where it's only like a five minute walk instead of a 25 minute walk. Um, plus it was also cool. I, I was very envious of the people who had hotel rooms on site because they were just like, all right, I'm going, you know, I got to run some stuff up to my hotel room. I'll be back in 30 minutes. Yeah. You couldn't do that. You had to carry everything and it got heavy. Yeah. My back Uh, was hurting at a couple points. Yeah, even even uh, with having a the the uh, club table, you don't want to leave like really really important stuff back there, even though you trusted the people. But you know, you hate to leave a a very nice piece and it disappear. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm. It's a bummer. I'm. I'm bummed that it's in London next year, but I'm also glad because they they only give you. Number one, it's Easter weekend, and when you look at the dates, it's Friday to Monday, which doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it doesn't cut into tea time. Maybe. I mean, over the weekend. I don't know. That was a joke. <laughs> maybe um, it's a London. I thought the same thing. I thought maybe it was a London thing and not a, a you know, cheers. maybe that's how they do. Yeah, man. Hey, mate. Maybe that's right, how we they drive do. on the wrong side of the road, and we have conventions on these days. Right. This is how we do it. Bloody hell. <laughs> i'd love to go don't get me wrong but if i if we did if if i did go it would be a a week and a half trip and it'd be more than just celebration to, especially to go to uh, london no i'm all good with it being in london and i'm all good with not going let the people in europe enjoy themselves i'm gonna stay here and put my feet up and uh and enjoy the year off from having to go to that con yeah i'll enjoy the uh yeah like you said and then we'll go, you know, go to the, some of the, the club sponsored events. I'm so tired. Like I'm a little Star Wars out too. Like I'm okay not having a, cause I'm going to the lake this weekend. I'm going to miss toy hunting at the powder Springs thing. So I'm kind of excited with the fact that I'm not doing that, that I can just not have to go and be somewhere that I could just put my feet up and, and take a nap <laughs> in the day <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last night. Uh, uh, what time did you get to bed last night? Um, I got to bed around eleven. Okay, I was up till about twelve thirty. I decided that I've been wanting a cigar all weekend, so I did a cigar and <clears throat> had a beer, and it was about eleven, about twelve thirty, one o'clock. Watched some Rebels, and uh, yeah. we were a bachelor last night. I was batching it. Yeah, my wife's up at. Uh, her their, her parents lake house right now so i'm waiting on her to get back she hasn't texted me to say when she was coming home so we'll see the other thing the other thing that surprised me is that california has a severe skunk problem yeah. it's like everywhere you go there's skunks we're like damn man how many skunks you got <laughs> wow i yeah and i mean like we... florida florida has a problem with pythons in the everglades and they let people go out and hunt the pythons they should do that and, and let people hunt the skunks in california right oh man dude did you notice that when we were going back to the hotel on sunday morning there was a couple one that, that had a baby with them and like the dad came up to the mom and like handed her a joint and then she, you know he was dragging behind 
And then there was a cigarette. I'm assuming it was a joint. But he handed it to the mom and then the mom went behind him and she started pushing the stroller and she's going to go take a couple of tokes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was, and it was, yeah, the skunk problem and the homeless problem kind of freaked me out a little bit down there. Um, not freaked me out, but I'm just not used to it. <clears throat> not being out in the open like it is. And, you know, you're it, it's getting close to, to, you know, eight, nine o'clock, getting close to sundown and they're the homeless guys getting his bed ready, you know, in front of the CVS. And I'm just like, wow, you know, I'm not, I'm not used to seeing that. That's yeah, a sad problem. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, dude, California was freaking beautiful. The weather was great. Uh, yeah. There's not a whole lot. I can complain. There's not actually, there's no complaining, but you know, tax being like six bucks a gallon, that kind of sucked. Tax? I mean, gas. Oh, gas. Yeah, yeah, gas was like six, seven bucks an hour. And I didn't think, I was like expecting things to be a lot more expensive. You know, the only, the only like real shock I had was the McDonald's at the airport was like nine bucks for a value meal, but we were at yeah. the airport. <laughs> exactly. That's the, you can't go anywhere else. You have to eat here and we're going to charge what we want. It's always that way. Even Starbucks is like $1.50 higher than normal. Yeah, but at, at an airport. Yeah, we found that there's this uh, little eat and diner place called Coco that we Coco's that we found that I thought that was insanely cheap. You know, fifth, you know, you're getting like this big meal for 15 bucks, which I'm like, that's like Georgia prices. Mm. So it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to be back at celebration. Uh, I think I'm just going to have to start taking my time with it, which I do it. Like I said, every convention, I'm like, man, I need to start taking more time. And then you're just like, I got to get on the sales floor and look and see what people are selling. And it just, it sucks. It just, it feels like every time you're like, I need to change this and, and develop it. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I guess celebrations is a conversation for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. We'll save it. We'll save the rest of it for a couple of weeks. We'll get some more thoughts. So next week is live from celebration. Yep. And then the following week is kind of like an overview of celebration. Yep. And then we'll talk some more, talk some more Kenobi and then talk some more, uh, celebration. In a couple of weeks. And then Andor comes out in August. Oh my God, dude. There's going to be so much good stuff. Bad Batch comes out the fall and Mandalorian comes out in February. And we got Tales of the Jedi coming out soon too. You yeah, want to talk inter- Huh? No, go ahead. No, you, you're talking about being Star Wars out now. Just wait. No, I think it was just, I'm just, my body's tired. I'm tired mentally. Yeah. I think that's like, I'll, not like quitting Star Wars. No, you did. You do have to take a break every now and again, man. Yeah, you that's what I'm a, doing. Yeah, take a few days off and just take a breather. Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. But I hope you feel better, dude. Thanks. I'm sure I will. It's just the stupid con crud. Yeah, it always happens, man. And you're around that many people. You're on a plane for four hours each way, and you always get a little bit. Uh, itchy and scratchy after, yeah, after a con. You, you work your body really, really hard and just kind of wears down a little bit and it makes you susceptible to to bugs and flus and stuff like that. So I just got a, a stuffy nose and a little ache here and there, but I'm fine. Awesome. Well, cool. All right. Anything All right, else? Man. No, I think we're good.
I gotta do the spiel, don't I? Yeah, do the spiel. <laughs> See if I can find it. You gotta find it. Here it is. Thank you for listening to Smuggler's Galaxy Podcast. If you could, please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to the podcast. It really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can, media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We love feedback. and We love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. You can find him at Puerto Rico Star Wars on Facebook. And to Levi Waterhouse, thank you for the music. Hasbro re-released VC66. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. Oh.